Hello and welcome to Sloth's Love to Read. This is Carrie Ann. Today we are going to be reading a really cute story. And this comes from a chapter book called Katie on Broadway by Ella English. It is the first three chapters and this is our special guest for today, Miss Ella English will be reading those three chapters from her book, Katie on Broadway. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Ella English and I'm the author of Katie on Broadway, a book about a singing cat for ages four to seven. Chapter one. Jerry always told me not to sing, but I would never stop, not ever, because I was going to be a star. I was standing in my yard, up on Jerry's favorite branch. I imagined I was on a stage, a tuxedo hat in a pink spangly dress. The spotlight followed me across the stage. The audience gasped as I started to sing. A beautiful song came out of my open mouth. I was thrilled to see the people in the front row were breaking out into smiles. They were leaning forward, trying to hear more of my voice when, thwack! I was back in my backyard, up on Jerry's branch. Where did that acorn come from? I yelped, rubbing my head. Jerry the squirrel poked his head out of the hollowed out trunk. Stop that screeching! He cried, shooting acorns at me. It's singing, I said. I dug my claws into the branch. I didn't want to fall. You know what, Katie, Jerry yelled. You're a cat. Cats can't sing. A couple of birds on the branches started to tweet. Stop that kite walling, twittered a bluebird. What a racket, added an orange bird. Bonk, thud. Jerry giggled. The birds dove down and flapped around me as I lost my balance and tumbled to the ground. You can't sing, cried the bluebird. You need to leave. Give us a bit of peace, chirped the orange bird. Singing is for the birds. Jerry looked down at me. Not for cute little cats like you, Katie. But I love to sing, so I wasn't going to let them stop me. Take that, I cried, throwing some acorns up at Jerry. The birds flapped away. What a diva, said the orange bird. What kind of cat are you, said the bluebird, flying up close to my face. You'd rather sing your awful songs than try to catch a bird. It's just not natural. I felt like crying, but I puffed out my chest instead. One day, I'll be a superstar. You'll see, Jerry laughed. Superstar, you've never even been out of this garden. And you never will, because you're just a fraidy cat. Jerry started to chant. Katie Cat is a fraidy cat. The orange birds somersaulted through the air, landing on my nose and making my whiskers tremble. Frady Katie. Hey, I shouted. I ain't no fraidy cat. As soon as I had batted the orange bird away from my face, the blue bird started shrieking in my ear. You're a yellow-bellied coward cat. That's what you are! 
as I got up and brushed some bits of twig out of my fur, I heard my owner, Lillian, calling me. I went back inside. Oh dear! Lillian picked me up. She stared at me. What happened? Have you been in a fight? Was it with that squirrel? He is such a bully. You don't want to mess with him. One day he's going to bite you. But I like to practice my singing outside, I said. Stay inside, Katie Cat, she said. She kissed my head. It's a dangerous world out there. Out in the city there are monster cats and monster squirrels that will eat you for breakfast. So better stay inside, Katie Cat. Take a break from singing. It's giving me a headache. I curled up in my basket and put my head on my fuzzy pink pillow. I tried to sleep, but I couldn't. I wanted to do what Gillian asked and stay inside. But all I could think about was being a star. I really wanted to sing on stage. I wanted to do what Lillian told me and stay away from Jerry and the birds and their nasty comments. But it was hard. Sometimes I would get this urge to perform. It made my fur feel prickly and I would scratch to make the itch go away. But sometimes the itch wouldn't quit until I'd scrambled up the tree and burst into song. So you see, there wasn't a thing I could do about it. All through the summer I sang, even when Jerry hollered at me to stop. One day my fur was standing up on end and itching so much I couldn't stand it. So I climbed up on Jerry's branch and sang wonderfully. But Jerry started throwing acorns again. This time I held a metal trash can lid. Jerry's acorns pinged off the lid. Jerry shrieked, no fair, you're wearing armour. Suddenly I had had enough. Take that, Jerry, take that once and for all, I roared. Flinging the trash can lid at Jerry, I jumped. Whoosh! Closing my eyes, I flew. I was feeling scared and excited, all knotted together in my tummy. But there was no turning back. I sailed in a high arc. I landed on the pretzel cart. The pretzel man screamed and waved his big red hands at me. Pretzels flew everywhere. Jerry was still trying to hit me with acorns. I leapt from the cart to the ground and ran down the street. Motorcycles zoomed past. Cars and trucks thundered by, making the ground tremble. I was terrified I was going to be flattened. I sniffed the air. It smelt of sugary nuts roasting. It smelt of pizza pies sizzling in ovens. I was dodging my way through the traffic when a yellow taxi blared its horn. I jumped. The taxi had run over my tail. Watch where you're going, a man yelled from inside the cab. I scrambled up onto the sidewalk and started to run. Chapter 3 I was running fast, not looking where I was going. I ran into a patch of fishy smelling fur. Hey, fella, where are you going in such a hurry? You lost? I stepped back and looked straight into the eyes of a raggedy ginger cat with a tear in his ear. I'm certainly not lost, I squeaked. I tried not to cry. I was scared that I was lost in the big city. I'm Weasel, he said. Hi, I'm Katie Cat. Pleased to meet you. 
he was nibbling at a fish skeleton. Want some, he said. No thanks, I said. I only eat the best cat food. Weasel laughed. I held up my injured tail. A taxi driver just ran over my tail. My bottom lip started to wobble. And okay, yes, I'm lost. Sorry to hear that, Weasel nudged me with his nose. I shrugged. Still, I guess I'm lucky I haven't been attacked by the monster squirrels and cats that roam this city. Who told you that? Weasel shook his head. Never mind. You sure you should be out here on your own? I don't know. It's grimy out here and so loud. I need to get home, I babbled. Do you know where Skillet Street is? I live in the house with the black railings. I don't know where that is, but look, maybe we should stick together. Things can get pretty rough out here. I can look out for you. Sure, I said, smiling at my new pal. I'd like that. A dog appeared. He grabbed the fish skeleton. Not so fast, buddy, Weasel yelled. He started to give chase. I followed behind. We ran and ran. We ran down a big street with lots of bright flashing lights. But at some point we lost the dog. We were side by side in a back alley that was all covered in garbage. I was trying to get my breath back. I wanted to ask, Weasel turned to me, why did you run away from home anyway? Well, there's this squirrel, see, called Jerry. He makes my life miserable. You see, I'm a singer. A singer? Weasel chuckled. Yes, and Jerry says I can't sing. I gave him a few bars from one of my favorite musicals. Well, that's crazy, said Weasel. You can sing. Jerry doesn't know what he's talking about. You really think so? I felt all warm and gooey inside. Here was a friend who believed I could sing. Yes, I do, but I'm kind of starving right now. Do you want to try to rustle up some food? Sure, why not? My stomach was starting to growl. I scampered after Weasel, weaving in and out of people's feet as the crowds got thicker. Now it was just one human pressed up against another, in a hurry to get somewhere. On top of that were more car horns, bright lights, flashing billboards and cars that were bumper to bumper. I would have lost my mind without Weasel. I followed him into the back door of a building. People were carrying boxes full of wine and crates of cheese. They didn't notice as we rushed up some stairs. We scampered along a corridor until we came to a kitchen full of people. They were running about and stirring big bubbling pots of soup. Weasel led me through another door back outside. He jumped into a dumpster of rotten food. I didn't want to jump in, but I held my nose and jumped. It was smelly. There were bits of meat, lettuce and fish heads under our feet. I didn't really like being in the dumpster, but I was hungry, so I began nibbling on a lobster claw. Weasel and I lay back when we had finished our meal. As I looked at Weasel, I wondered what I was doing here. I had run away from home to get a taste of the big wide world. But now my first stank of rotten veggies and I was sleeping on garbage. How do you like being in the big city? Weasel asked. I feel scared and alone, I whispered. Don't be silly, you've got me, he said, closing his eyes. I hummed a few bars of a song to myself and went to sleep. 
I shiver a little in the night air. I missed Lillian. I missed my basket and my favorite pink fuzzy pillow. I missed my gourmet cat food and my cat water fountain. I even missed Jerry and his grinning little face. this is just a such a cute story. I have really, really enjoyed listening to Miss Ella English read her first three chapters of Katie on Broadway. This book can be found at Amazon.com or at ellaenglish.com. I hope that you will check out this chapter book. It just sounds so adorable. I know that I would absolutely love to read the rest of this story and to find out if Katie becomes a star on Broadway. Thank you so much again for listening and I hope you've enjoyed today's book. 